0: Welcome to the Run the Tape podcast, your one stop shop for the latest music, media, and technology industry news. I'm your host, T. Nikki Page, multimedia artist, producer, and futurist. It's the top of 2023, and we're projecting what's up next for the world of entertainment as technology and culture continue to evolve and merge together. We're asking what came first, the tech or the culture? this week we're diving into the new new with new releases talking the evolution of artists in the age of ai and we're at the round table chatting about the latest tea with some of the brightest up-and-coming independent artists and innovators these topics and more let's run the tape Fresh off of a successful theatrical release as well as a stellar streaming release on Netflix, 2023 is shaping up to be Janelle Monet's year from the very beginning. Glass Onion has already been named one of the top 10 films of 2022 by the National Board of Review. Anna received two nominations at the upcoming Golden Globe Awards this Tuesday, January 10th, for Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy, and Best Actor in Motion Picture. In the press for the film, Monet has cheekily teased a new album stating that they now have a clone, Janelle Monet, who's leading part as Helen Brand in the new Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, marks the latest in a long run of acclaimed acting roles, has not actually released a full album since 2018's Dirty Computer. When asked about whether we'll hear more new music soon, Monet replied, actually, you will. You'll get new music because I now have a clone. That clone does all of my music, and I have another clone for acting, and I'm not going to tell you if it's me or not. Just know they're in the studio right now. The singer then rang in the new year by sharing footage from the studio featuring unreleased music with the caption 2023. The caption for the post read along with the hashtag float. It seems like the song may also be titled float. Check it out on Instagram if you want to hear a snippet of it. It's also been confirmed that Janelle Monae will be receiving the 2023 See Her Award at the upcoming Critics' Choice Awards. The trophy is presented to a person who advocates for gender equality, portrays characters with authenticity, defies stereotypes, and pushes boundaries. According to See Her, the organization's mission is to increase the accurate portrayal of all women and girls in marketing, advertising, media, and entertainment so they see themselves as they truly are and in all of their potential. The 2023 Critics' Choice Awards are set to take place on January 15th. MONA will be awarded the See Her Award by their Glass, Onion, and Knives Out Mystery co-star Kate Hudson. In other music news, Nirvana, The Supremes, Nile Rogers, and Slick Rick are among the artists that are going to be honored with Lifetime Achievement Awards at the 2023 Grammys. Ma Rainey, Bobby McFerrin, and Hearts and Wilson, as well as Nancy Wilson, are also 2023 recipients. The Recording Academy Special Merit Awards Ceremony will take place on February 4th at the Wilshire E-Bell Theater in Los Angeles. It will also honor the Trustees Award recipients, the Technical Grammy recipients, and the winner of the Best Song for Social Change, which hasn't been revealed yet. I actually didn't even even know that was a category. Best Song for Social Change. And speaking of the Grammys, nominations for the 2023 Grammy Awards are in. Along with the usual categories, the Recording Academy has actually introduced five new awards for 2023, which are Songwriter of the Year, non-classical, Best Alternative Music Performance, Best Americana Performance, Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media, and Best Spoken Word Poetry Album. As mentioned previously, there's also going to be a category for Special Merit Awards titled Best Song for Social Change. Last year, the Grammys ended its practice of secret committee nominations in the Big Four categories following protests by artists like The Weeknd and Drake, who are continuing their boycott of the awards this year in 2023, categories like Musica Urbana album and global music performance also debuted last year along with an inclusion writer that brought in more staff from groups that have been historically and systematically excluded from the industry in the recording Academy's wording. The Academy also expanded its voting pool to include more voters from traditionally underrepresented groups. Despite that, Looking at the nominations for the big four categories of the Grammy Awards, it doesn't look too different from what they normally look like when these particular artists uh, release new work. So for Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, those categories, we're seeing a lot of Abba, Adele, Beyonce, Brandy, Carlile, Doja Cat, Harry Styles, Kendrick Lamar, Lizzo, Mary J. Blige, and Steve Lacey. Pretty much across the board, those are the artists who are nominated in addition to Taylor Swift. Um, Of course, we're expecting big wins from Beyonce for Renaissance and big wins from Adele, most likely, as well as Lizzo, Mary J. Blige, Harry Styles. Harry Styles had one of the top songs globally this past year, so I wouldn't be surprised to see wins from any of them. I actually don't have any predictions for who's going to win because this is a tough race this year, actually. In music technology news in the world of Web3, MasterCard chooses Polygon Blockchain for Music artist Accelerator Program. They're building a new Web3 platform designed to help underground artists on the Polygon Blockchain. And Polygon is actually one step ahead of Solana by paying $3 million to two Solana NFT projects to move over to its platform. The leading payment network processor MasterCard is diving into the Web3 industry with a new innovative program targeted specifically at empowering artists to help execute its plan and bring its vision to fruition. They're tapping in Polygon blockchain for support. Artists have seen quite a bit of success on the Polygon blockchain on platforms like OpenSea that utilize their blockchain. But now we're seeing programs that are specifically targeted towards artists the program is dubbed the mastercard artist accelerator and it's specifically created to launch up-and-coming artists into the limelight it's built on the polygon blockchain and the program will use web3 and blockchain to help artists with brand building according to a recent blog post on polygon's official website The program will actually kick off in spring of this year by ushering five artists spanning from DJs, to musicians and music producers to give them the tools and skill sets necessary to pivot into the digital economy. It will give them exclusive access into special events, music releases and more. It's the first of its kind of curriculum to teach artists how to build and own their brand through Web3 experiences like minting NFTs, representing themselves in virtual worlds and establishing an engaged community on the blockchain fans of artists will also be given access to join the past forums and learn with the artists the CEO of Polygon Studios spoke on the impact that web3 will have on the careers of artists and said that web3 has the potential to empower a new type of artist that can grow a fan base make a living and introduce novel mediums for self-expression and connection on their own terms so I'm very excited to see what this looks like With the involvement of a larger conglomerate like MasterCard, that's great for Web3 uh, adoption, mass adoption, if you will. And I'm very excited to see what doors this opens for independent artists to have autonomy over the things that they create. So I'm going to keep an eye on that one. We're at the Roundtable this week chatting with up-and-coming independent artists and innovators about how independent artists are reshaping what the music industry looks like right now. A lot of what we're starting to see mainstream artists do, whether it's TikTok dance challenges or dropping NFTs, was actually tested out and created by independent artists first. So my question is, how are independent artists actually pioneering what the next wave of music industry looks like as creative technology continues to evolve? What comes first, the technology or the culture? But first, let's hear from Tampa-based artist, Shelby Bond with her newest single, Option.
1: to be aborted if you can you won't do what you need to get it i about to be aborted. A game of Windows shopping you like this or lost it. I'm never, ever gonna be an
0: option You just heard from Shelby Bond That was her single option. You can find her online on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and Instagram at Shelby Grace Bond. Let's hear what she had to say. You, how do you think that the way that artists are blowing up on TikTok now is changing the way that uh, the music industry is moving? I think
1: that a lot of like TikTok um, singers that I've like found this year have been really really cool. Like, I really enjoy like discovering songs on TikTok, and then it's really awesome to see like a small artist blow up, and that's happened throughout the year a lot I feel like um, with a lot of singers and it's just gone completely viral so I there's too many to name but I've definitely downloaded tons of um, songs that I found on TikTok or even did the pre-save I
2: think the times have changed in the last decade About for independent artists you have more access to you have access to like TikTok, Instagram so all these social media platforms where you can get heard where, where I believe in the past it was more like controlled by record labels um, and I think that Although there's more access, there's going to be more competition because now it's a lot easier to create um, music and to collaborate. You know, like I could like find someone, listen to like the the, for example, the girl I found Rachel. I listen to her, her voice. I mean, oh, it sounds good. You know, so I contact her. Hey, you want to do this? So it's a lot easier to collaborate too. I guess there's just a lot more technology that enables uh, independent artists to be seen, but it's definitely a lot more competitive too. I think the I think a big thing is branding um which i probably need to work on, but like brand like you if you're unique people like just like unique people or like funny people you know um you could be like just be authentic be unique um make good music you know? i mean that sounds kind of like cliche but i think at the end of the day like if you have a good song or you can make good music that's all people really care about they don't really care about anything else like number one but if you have all those extras it's it's really good in 10 years uh probably tiktok will own all the music <laughs> i seen like a lot of uh, a lot of people blown up on tiktok like getting getting deals or getting you know like recognition or whatever yeah i think it would be very uh social media oriented if not, i mean if not i think i think i seen somewhere where tiktok was hiring like ar reps and so i mean like they're not a music platform but they're they're gonna start acting like when it seems that way like why would you hire like ar people i think spotify controls like 70 percent of the market compared to all the other streaming services and i think that was that would kind of that's kind of sticky because everyone's like on a subscription model yeah but well, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, technology's like advances so fast. I did see, speaking of TikTok, I seen a TikTok where somebody was, I don't know if you heard of Open Chat AI. Somebody said, write me a song about Drake and Elon Musk. And they wrote like a song. And I was like, like it blew my mind. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, whether the, the product is good or, yeah, I always felt like art. Yeah. It depends on the input. Like if, I guess if you have like all the world's top artists and that's where it's sourcing the data from, it, it might you know, it might put us under the rug out of know. <laughs> but I feel like there's always a, so for AI, like somebody has to put something in there, right? Uh, um, Like put data, but I think with artists, it's a little different because me and you can create something that's never been created before. The AI wouldn't know, right? Like a sound or, so I, I think that's our, our advantage would be like the, the uniqueness and, or like changing you could tell like music's always changing like every five years like it goes from yeah i think that A. i don't think ai could do that i mean but we'll see
0: i don't know i'm kind of an optimist in that way i think that artists will always have a space in the world just because there's something so unique about each artist um that i don't think that an AI could really replicate without replicating all the other things about an artist. It's not just about the fact that you can write a song or perform it, it's like how you observe the world and how you, your perspective and, and all sorts of different things go into it, you know?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, when people start going to robot concerts, I'm hoping oh, <laughs> no,
0: Well, yeah, that artist that um, Capitol Records signed, that AI artist actually was um, a headliner at some festival.
2: Yeah, AI, is getting a little, I'm a little freaked out with all that open chat AI stuff. I don't know if you've seen it recently.
0: We just heard from Jibo at the round table. Make sure to check out his latest single, Gone Too Soon. You can check him out on Instagram at Jibo underscore shy. That's G-B-O underscore C-H-I. In technology news, five weeks ago, OpenAI, a San Francisco artificial intelligence lab, released ChatGPT. ChatGPT is a chatbot that answers questions in clear, concise prose. The AI powered tool immediately caused quite a commotion with more than a million people using it to create everything from poetry to high school term papers, which uh, abandoned in New York City and rewrites the Drake songs. Now OpenAI is right in the middle of a new gold rush. I've already tried out OpenAI's Dolly, which is a program that generates art pieces, so I wouldn't be me if I didn't test it out myself. Asking ChatGPT to write me a song about world peace. And it wrote me a song about world peace. Full with two verses, a chorus, and a bridge. The lyrics being peace on earth, the dream we all share. A world where love and kindness everywhere, no borders or boundaries, just unity and harmony, a place where we can all be free. World peace, a brighter future ahead. World peace, let's all raise our heads. World peace, a song that we sing. World peace, a dream worth everything. What do y'all think about these lyrics? Is it giving... We are the world, like somebody wrote it, or does it feel like these are from the pen of a robot? What do you think? The lab is in talks uh completing a deal that'll value this software at around twenty nine billion dollars, which is more than twice its valuation in twenty twenty one. Chat GPT has created more excitement than ever about generative artificial intelligence, which is a term that technology uses for programs that can generate text, images, sounds, and other media in response to short prompts. Investors and journalists have talked about this particular form of artificial intelligence for years but this new wave is something we haven't really seen before because it's a result of more than a decade of research and it's the first time that it's really been available to the public this type of ai promises to reinvent everything from online search engines like google to programs that edit photos like photoshop even digital assistants like alexa or siri Ultimately, this is really likely to provide a new way of interacting with almost every software that we already use and allowing people to chat with computers and other devices as if they're chatting with another person. At the top of 2023, it appears as though the metaverse is closer than we think. Smelling, touching, and hearing takes center stage at CES Conference this weekend in Las Vegas, where companies are showing off innovations that could immerse us deeper into virtual reality. The metaverse essentially is a buzzword for three-dimensional virtual communities where people can meet, work, and play. Taiwanese tech giant HTC unveiled a high-end VR headset that aims to compete with market leader Meta, who has the industry-leading VR headset right now with Oculus, and a slew of other companies and startups also release their augmented reality glasses that add sensory technologies that help users feel and even smell in a virtual environment. Among them are Vermont-based OVR technology, which showcased a headset containing a cartridge with eight primary aromas that can be combined to create different scents. It's scheduled to be released later this year. In an earlier business-focused version, they pr- they primarily used it for marketing fragrances and beauty products, and they integrated into VR goggles and allowed users to smell anything from a romantic bed of roses to a marshmallow roasting over a fire at a campsite. The company says it aims to help consumers relax and its marketing, the product, which comes with an app as a sort of digital spa mixed with Instagram. They're entering an era where extended reality will drive commerce, entertainment, education, social connection, and well-being. And... The quality of these experiences will be measured by how immersive and emotionally engaging they are. They say that scent imbues them all with an unmatched power. While we've seen a lot of innovations with spatial audio in this past year, as well as augmented reality, scent is a more robust and immersive part of a 4D experience, and they're trying to incorporate since close cousin taste as well, but they're still farther away in the innovation spectrum when it comes to incorporating taste with VR. Experts say that even VR technologies are having a difficult time making taste accessible in an immersive metaverse environment, and it's still a little bit too expensive for many everyday consumers to purchase and experience. In a recent study released by the University of Tokyo, humans aren't the only ones who bop their heads to music. Accurately moving to a musical beat was thought to be a skill innately unique to humans. However, new research now shows that rats also have this ability. The optimal tempo for nodding along was found to depend on the time constant in the brain, the speed at which our brains can respond to something, which is similar across all species. This means that the ability of our auditory and motor systems to interact and move to music may be more widespread among species than previously thought. This new discovery offers not only further insight into the animal mind, but also into the origins of our own music and dance. Scientists tested this with the statistics of internote intervals in classical music, suggesting that the adaptation property of the brain underlies the perception and creation of music scientists are using this fascinating insight into the animal mind and the development of our own beat synchronicity and researchers also see it as an insight into the creation of music itself they believe that this question is key to understanding how the brain works and are incorporating these results into the next generation of artificial intelligence
3: (laughs) want to change my ways, but don't know how to face the reckoning. Got lost along the way, but still can't break the chains I'm carrying. Through the shadows I can see that the only one to blame is me. Crawling on my knees, but now I just don't know what to believe. Save my soul, cause I know I'm going down Won't you lift me up and put my feet back on the ground I'm doing all I can right now To keep myself from fading out Save my soul, cause I know I'm going down Want somebody save me, save me, save me Won't somebody save me, save me, save me? Maybe you're the light that I couldn't find but was looking for. After all this time, you were always right there at my door. But there's clouds singing over me with no daylight that I can see. And I must confess that I just can't do this anymore. Save my soul, cause I know I'm going there. Won't somebody save me, save me, save me. Want somebody, save me, save me, save me. I'm doing all I can right now to keep myself from fading out. So, will somebody save my soul? Cause you lift me up and put my feet back on the ground i'm doing all i can right now to keep myself from fading off save my soul because i know i'm going down
0: that was breed waddle with his newest single save me so beautiful let's hear what he has to say we're right back at the round table
4: I'd rather write the song. <laughs> but I mean, I say that about a lot of technology, like, oh, is that and then you end up using it and it help you. I mean, you gotta kind of adapt to changing technology. If if you can use it to propel yourself as an artist, like why wouldn't you? You know? I'm sure it's probably amazing what it can do. Um, but I, I look at it like this: like, okay. <laughs> like a piece of art hanging on the wall, like you can recreate it with a robot and that's cool. But there is the human element that I think, I hope you'll never be able to replicate a hundred percent. Are people going to resonate? I think it depends on what kind of music you're talking about. Um, But I also like, there's part of me that's like, what if like, like if you use the AI, do you, do you get the credit as a writer? Or do you have to give the AI the credit? Like, how does that work? Like, we're talking about ownership of the song now. Does the robot own it? Does the company make it? It's different. It's, it's crazy. Like, but it's where we're, it's not where we're headed. It's where we're at. You know, like that's the part that's like, well, I mean, what are you going to do? Like complain about it and pout, or like try to pivot and like adapt with everything. I think there'll be some sort of hybrid compromise. I mean, it's obviously already part of music at this point, but they used to say that about, uh, you know, pro tools and lining everything up. And now it's like the standard. They used to say that about TikTok. Oh, it's just for kids. Like now it's like part of the music business and you either like accept it, use it as your tool and move on, or you just stick to your guns and hope it works out, you know? Um, so, I mean, I'm going to keep writing songs, you know, and I'm sure if the technology gets better, I'll definitely explore. I mean, it's like, it's, you can use it as a tool, but with all tools, they can be abused. You know what I mean? Like what happens when the robot like mess? up one day, the robot will mess up one day, you know, I mean, have, have you seen Terminator? Every producer I know uses it called Arcade and it's like basically a form of AI where you can look up samples and basically make a sound. like I've made, I've worked with producers where we've made the whole track with zero instruments, which to me is kind of lame, but like, it's just how it's done. Like I've seen, so I guess I have used it and it's like, wow, it sounds like perfectly played track, but like to me with music and all art, like the human element is really what separates like Picasso, right? Like, look at his paintings, they're like incredible, but like, they're kind of, they're kind of fucked up, you know, like, that's what makes them incredible, like, if a robot did it, he'd be like, okay, that's a really good circle, like, especially the more you hear it, like, arcade sounds, I'm like, oh, it's fake, but like, the person who just wants to listen to a song and makes it feel good, maybe they want to feel fake, you know?
5: I think Jay-Z said um, people like to emulate the end result, not the process, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the process is what builds the character. It will, it's what builds, you yeah. know, that 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 ambition, that passion within, that journey, you know what I'm saying? Not the destination. You got to really fall in love with the journey.
0: People like to, to limit you to the things that you do with your music, the things that you say with your music, forgetting that it's an actual sport. It's a job, it's a career, and you have to do things that are freeing. That's the point of music is to be free. It's a it's a form of freedom of speech. That's where we go to express ourselves.
5: And not only that, artists... And
0: so there's no limitation. Yeah, not only
5: that, artists have to express themselves not only from a personal point of view, from other perspectives, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and other people's experiences. It's not always about yourself, you know what right. I'm saying? So it's like, you, as an artist, you have to be able to tap into that.
0: I think there's a lot that goes into it that people just don't understand.
5: You said not everybody could write a song. A lot of people could put words together. That's fine. But can you really make, you know, records with substance melodies. and, you know, like, yeah, right with <laughs> He's melodies. He's really
0: good at melodies.
6: Well, you know, it, it's interesting. And I guess I'm just going to find out that, right? Because I'm just getting involved. it's why I decided I'd, I'd start doing this again in large part because I thought it kind of felt like an unfinished mission. And I had things that I wanted to do again and wanted to say. And so I thought, well, the world's changed so much because you can get access to the media now. How, in fact, I break through a bit and get heard, because what I had was a very good, strong local following that I built sort of within a 500 mile radius of where I gigged from. And um, it was Rochester, Buffalo, Detroit, Toronto, Ottawa, that sort of st- the area. And, um, and I thought, well, if that many people like my music in that area, if I could reach a broader world, then, uh, that could be enough to actually, you know, make a bit of a living at and, um, and that could be very cool. In a way, you never know where you're going to go when you start down a road, right? You don't really know what that road's got for you. so. The, the thing to do is just enjoy it as you go <laughs> and that's exactly right um you're going to need a hundred thousand streams on spotify to make that work you're not going to get anywhere with ten thousand and, and you know and i realized that I, I, and i have no idea i guess the way i look at it though Nikki, is um you know if ten thousand people in the area that i was in liked the music then if now my area that i'm trying to play in is north america or even in europe as well um maybe there's going to be a hundred thousand you know maybe maybe uh maybe there'll be more who who knows to me in the end i'm going to be really happy if um i reach almost any kind of numbers because i'm not sort of sitting there with an expectation of that i'm really i'm really enjoying doing the creation i like the music that I've been creating. And so it it might work in ways that I hadn't thought of or hadn't you know considered before just because you've got the reach of the internet. And on the other hand, it could be that it doesn't go anywhere. And how am I further behind? At least I've got to make some more music.
0: You just heard from Reed Waddle. You can find more of his music at reedwaddlemusic.com followed by the underdogs you can check them out on instagram at 360 underdog closing out with wise words from david deacon about his return back to the music scene from local success in the 90s you can check him out at ddeacon.com thanks for listening folks we'll be back for another episode where we cover music media and technology industry news and until then keep good music alive Run the Tape podcast is brought to you by Chad Kinsey Studios. Check us out at www.chadkinsey.com